Hi, my name is Angela. Welcome to a new episode of my podcast, Heal Thy Feminine. Here is where I discuss the importance of connecting to and healing your inner girl in order to embody healthy femininity. Today's topic is going to be the importance of having a teachable spirit. Now, on our journey of healing our inner girl, on our journey of learning how to be um, better in tune with our femininity and our feminine energy, and just overall learning different ways to relate to um, the people that we're dating, the opposite sex, um, and just seeking knowledge that in order for us to really grow and to have healthy relationships and to really, you know, make the needed changes and grow in things in life, we need to have a teachable spirit. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Having a teachable spirit is a part of being feminine. It is it is feminine. It is feminine energy. Um, it's a feminine construct. Um, because in order to have a teachable spirit, what does that mean you are? That means you're receptive, right? Receptivity is feminine. It means you're open. Openness is feminine. So... When you have a teachable spirit, you are in your feminine energy. Now, of course, you know, there are times where you don't want to take the advice of just any and everyone. So I I don't want this to maybe go down the wrong line before this even starts. Uh, Okay, well, I should just listen to anything anyone says do not listen to just anyone anyone says including myself I think we all need to try things based on our own personal experiences and make sure and experiment with things and see what works for you right because I personally believe that life is not cookie cutter and I do believe there's a lot of truths in lives that I in life and I do believe there's a lot of absolutes as well but at the same time when it comes to like the way you live your life and the way you do things there is things that will work in the majority of cases, so it's good to take advice. But for the most part, you know, some things can be skewed and and kind of um, picked apart to kind of fit your life and your narrative, right? So I just want to get that out the way. But one thing that I'm seeing a lot in in the community of in this online community in on in the internet and social media and things. Is that people, if something is, women, let me just say women. Women are not really open to constructive criticism, right? Like if it goes against something that they have kind of instilled into themselves, then they kind of dismiss it. And it's not because it's bad advice. It's not because... You know, and deep down, they don't think it's true. They don't know it's true, but it's because it's going against their ego. And the ego is not your amigo. Okay, the ego is not your amigo. And it will really keep you stuck in very, very bad patterns in life. And it will stop you from having the things that you really want. We all deserve to have the lives that we really want. 
But you have to be willing to learn the things that you need to learn to get where you want. This is the thing that a lot of people understand about like life in general is that life really is just one big teachable moment, right? Like you learn one lesson and then you learn another lesson and then you learn another lesson. If you don't learn that lesson, then you'll keep having experiences that will keep coming into life until you learn that lesson. And then if you don't never learn that lesson, you know, perhaps. Now, I'm not certain about this. There's a lot of people that believe in this type of stuff. I don't I don't really know one way or the other. But there's a lot of people that say, okay, well, you maybe you'll come back and keep repeating the lessons. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I'm not going to speak on that. But I will say that I do know why you are here physically on this earth, that life is just one big teachable moment and everything is trying to teach you something. Right. And then if you do not learn what you're supposed to learn, you will keep repeating those same experiences over and over and over again. So what I want everyone who all the women who listen to me, what I want you to understand that being teachable is a part of being feminine. You cannot really call yourself feminine or you cannot say you're on your feminine journey if you're not open to being teachable, if you're not open to being taught, if you don't have a teachable spirit, if you think you know everything, if you are not willing to see things in a different way, if you don't have an open mind to things, if you're closed minded, if you're stubborn, if you... Again, if you think you know, if you're a know-it-all, if you think you know everything, if you think your way is the only way. Um, now, if you're excelling in whatever area of that life, your life that you're, we're discussing, like if you're selling your femininity, you're excelling your dating history, you have the relationships, marriage, um, whatever you want, you know, and you're thriving in that area, then by all means, maybe you can teach everyone something but if you're not which is generally where we are um there's something to be learned from everyone even if you do have what you want like there's still ways that you learn to keep it or to improve it right like you have the relationship of your dreams the marriage of your dreams there's still ways where it's going to be tested and you can learn ways to improve that marriage keep that marriage on track and um improve it right have a better marriage than what you already have so really there never come never um there's never into knowledge and the bible speaks about there there's never into knowledge now i'm not saying you should just accumulate knowledge accumulate knowledge because the bible does say that faith without works is dead so what it's basically saying is that you have to act on something right you have to take action so you when you get the knowledge and you're open to it you definitely have to take knowledge but i'm sorry you definitely have to take action based on your knowledge you have to implement it so if you're learning different ways to be feminine if you're learning different ways to date if you're learning different techniques to heal your inner girl and things like that but you're not acting on those things then it's good as you don't even know anything and you're wasting your time you know you're wasting your time and you're not going to get the results that you want because listening to knowledge is not going to change your life wisdom the difference between wisdom and knowledge is as um implementation the wise implement the things that they know right they implement it People who just gain knowledge, they just have head knowledge, they just have information. But information alone is not what's going to change you. But at the same time, you have to be open to the information. So I, I really urge everyone to, when you hear advice, now if it's completely something that 
really like goes against your spirit and you feel like someone is saying something completely outrageous, fine. By all means, dismiss it. But if it's a little something that is making you a little uncomfortable because you know that it applies to you, but it's making you uncomfortable and therefore you're dismissing it, do not do that. Do not do that because you're not being in your feminine energy right now. And you're not. And what this podcast is about is healing our inner girl, right? And that's something that you need to hear because that's probably more than likely something that you need to take into consideration on your healing journey, right? So, for example, if you hear something about like, oh, you should not allow men to treat you a certain way. Um, and then or you sh- you say something like, OK, well. Let me give you a clear example. So say you there's some someone teaches something about, oh, you should require men to, um, you know, take you out on a date and like kind of court you a little bit before you open yourself up to them emotionally and kind of invest. And you think, oh, no, well, that one time that I slept with a dude on the first date and then we was in a relationship for six months and it worked out. Or that one friend who slept with somebody on the first date and then now they're married for five years. Okay, two things here. One, there are exceptions to every rule, but the exception is what happens to the minority of people, not most people, okay? Second is that you do not know what's going on, going on behind the scenes. So you do, like, you do not know what's going on behind the scenes in a relationship. So you can say, okay, you know, she slept with him five minutes of meeting him. They got married for five years, but we don't know if he's cheating on her. We don't know if she's paying all the bills and he's just sitting at home. We don't know if he's um, beating her. We don't know if there's constant, like, tension in their marriage. We don't know if he's happy, she's happy, if they both regret being together. We don't know any of those things because we're not around these people 24-7, right? Like, so... It's never a thing to say, well, it worked for so-and-so or it worked for so-and-so because a lot of things are happening. Like, a lot of things with this sweetie and this um, suavo thing is happening. Like, and I really like sweetie. I'm not going to lie. Like, she's from California. I'm from California. We both went to USC. Like, I'm really down for sweetie just for that Um, and everything. And I really liked her whole, like, mentality, even though I felt like it was a little over the top and a little too materialistic like her premise was good her foundation is good but mostly she's too materialistic about relationships you know um because she's she's basically um promoting that you can be bought right like like a woman should be bought like if a man isn't buying you then he doesn't really care about you and that's really what she promoted and when her relationship ended, that really showed because Quavo made the statement that, you know, um, you know, like he had a lot of love for her and he gave her things and things like that. And so, and she even mentioned the gifts and saying things. And then there was this article, who knows if it's true, about him coming back to take the Bentley that he had bought her for Christmas and all this other stuff, right? So their relationship was very showy and materialistic, right? And then, and then, you know, I don't wish any ill will on anybody. And I really pray that any and everyone who is in love stays in love. But a lot of times I think that 
women can ignore red flags. But on top of that, I think that a lot of times women are, especially nowadays, are really promoting this toxicity about relationships and this unusual materialism about relationships. And they're kind of equating materialism with like loyalty, devotion, and love for men. And they're really saying like, oh, if a man is spending money on you, if he's buying you gifts, you know, if he's showing you off, then or he's showing off what he's doing for you then he's really devoted to you and the thing about it is that men who have money it's nothing for them to spend money on you it really means nothing to them they can spend the same money on you they can spend another woman and it's what she's saying is okay well his love was being given to other women so that right there is letting you know like that him investing his resources which he has a lot of did not really make him devoted to her the same thing with little baby and uh jada right like he was spending money on her showing her off and all this other stuff but was still doing things on the side so this story is time and time again i feel like new age women are really focusing too much on a man's money and resources being invested in them as opposed to that man investing his heart into you right and requiring him to invest his heart into you Right. So that's really what I want women to understand is that you need to allow a man to invest his heart into you. And then a lot of times that I've seen is a lot of women say, you know, no, you know, if if the way he invests his heart is the way is by him spending his money. And that's not true. Now, I'm not by any means encouraging dustiness or broke men or anything like that, because that is not my ministry and it never will be my ministry. I definitely believe in hypergamy with women. But. I believe that securing the bag should not be your aim. Unless you only want to be your sugar baby and you only want to receive gifts, that's fine. But these women, they wanted love. They wanted devotion, which is why they're upset that these men cheated, right? So, but they're bragging about the gifts and the the money that's being spent as if that is a sign of his love and devotion. And it's not. It's just something he's just checking off his box because it's feeding his ego, right? And it's also feeding her ego. So both of their egos are being fed in this situation. And a relationship that's based purely on ego is not going to last. Relationships are about learning lessons and they're about love and expressing true, genuine love to each other and learning lessons. And when you cannot learn anything when your ego is in the way. And that's why I said earlier that the ego is not your amigo. The ego is not your amigo. Okay, so I say all this to say, now I know I went on a little tangent, but I always bring it back. I always bring my tangent full circle and bring it back. So I went on a little tangent with Jada, little baby, Aquavo, and uh, Saweetie. Because I want you guys to understand that there is this narrative out there on social media being promoted through, um, you know, newer, um, this generation of women that a man needs to spend a whole bunch of money on you. He needs to buy your extravagant gifts, do all these things for you. And that, that makes him invest in you. And that means something. But I'm telling you now, it means zero. 
Like, yeah, you can get some nice material things, but you won't have the man's love or devotion. Now, if that doesn't matter to you, like I said, if you just want to be a sugar baby, by all means. But I barely, I feel like a lot of women are on a feminine, if you're on a feminine journey, you want to be more than a sugar baby, right? Like if you're on a true feminine journey, you want to be more than a sugar baby. You know what I mean? So a woman who's really on a feminine journey really wants to be more than a sugar baby. So a lot of those teachings, you need to not pay so much attention to that or like what's being promoted on social media, Instagram, things like that. You need to, TikTok, you need to not pay so much attention to those things. Instead, you need to get clear about the, what love and relationships look like to you. How to show up as your most authentic feminine self. Make sure your inner girl is healed. And at all times, in accordance with those things, make sure that you are listening to teachings that are promoting healing, trauma, promoting you being feminine, promoting you um, getting a relationship for the sake of love and not materialism. Does that mean by any means that it's wrong for you to seek out a man who can provide resources or has resources to provide for you or men who are of a higher social status? No, there's nothing at all wrong with that. I myself am 100% behind that. Like I said, I am behind hypergamy. So I'm not denoting that. I definitely believe that's the only way a woman should live her life is in a way dating up even if you're only dating someone who makes twenty thousand dollars more than you like i definitely believe at the least he should be on the same level as you but for the most part i definitely believe a man should i mean a woman should date men who have more than them right but i do feel like you should not get caught up in the ego and the glitz and glam of of materialism and requiring things right because the Bible says that the love of money is the root of all evil. Now, a lot of people say money is the root of all evil. Money is not evil. It's a neutral thing. It's not good or evil. It's what you do with it. And it's how you acquire it or try to acquire it that makes it good or evil, right? And it's the weight of importance that you put on it in a, in in um, relation to other parts of your life. So it becomes evil when a woman... And so concerned about acquiring materialism from men instead of making a connection with them. That's also keeping her in her wounded masculine energy. Right. Your first goal as a woman should be to make a connection, a heart connection with the man. And once that is there, if he's a good man, if he's a high value man, then he will shower you with gifts. He will love on you he will treat you good but he will be doing it from a heart-centered spiritual place spiritual connection place it won't be from an ego of like oh look at me i can spin on this girl i can spin on that girl she's giving me vagina like i got the baddest chick like all that type of stuff is not long lasting and that's why a lot of relationships that are out there in the public eye are not lasting because that's what they're based on like I got the baddest chick and the baddest chick, baddest chick is requiring me to spend all this money on her and I'm doing it because one, I want to look good to other women. Believe that. That's how they're cheating because they want to look good to other women because other women want that too. Two, they're feeding their own personal masculine, um, childish masculine energy. And three, is they're, they're letting other men know like, hey, look what I can do. I got the baddest chick because I got the resources. I got power. You know what they say, pussy is power and power is pussy, and it's true. So, all of that is ego, and none of that has anything to do with love. 
It, there may be some attachment there. There may be lust there. There may be some affections, but there's not love. And where there's no love, there's nothing that lasts. The Bible says that the greatest of these, there's three things, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Love will never end. So when there is true love between a couple, then that is what will hold them together. True love, not romantic love. Then that's different because romantic love fades, but true love. But a lot of these people are not even in true in romantic love. They're in lust. They're in ego. They're in um, they're in uh, bitterness. Even these couples, they're bitter within themselves, and they're in um, mostly ego. It's mostly ego pride that type of situation. And so I say all this to say, and I'm going to bring it home again, that women, I want you to have an open and teachable spirit because that will keep your feminine energy. And I want you to be, I want you to lean towards teachings that promote femininity. I want you to lean towards teachings that promote healing. I want you to lean towards um, teachings that promote releasing trauma. I want you to uh, lean towards teachings that promote making heart connections with men and making that your main focus. I want you to lean towards teachings that teach you how to vet men properly. I want you to lean towards teachings that uplift you for the woman you are, not your looks, not, you know, what quote unquote, what you bring to the table. Um, and I want you to be in relationships with men who value you as a person, but not as like a trophy or just something that he has to show off to other men or to entice other women. And I want you to be in a relationship where you're not focused on the material items. If you're focused on material items so bad, it's probably best that you work to achieve and get those material items yourself. Because the last thing you want to do is get hooked on a man doing something for you and then he pulls the rug about up under you. And that's really what happens in a lot of transactional slash ego-based relationships, which is a lot of these celebrities and social media people have, right? Like it's all show, it's transactions, it's um, ego, transaction, ego-based relationships. And they're not lasting because that's not what relationships are about. That's not what they're for. And that's not what love is about. And that's not what it's for. Now, I'm not by any means putting down anyone having money, anyone spending money on their significant other, particularly men spending money on women. But that needs to not be the what the whole relationship is built upon, right? And that's what these relationships are built upon, the ones that I named, and then a lot of other relationships, you know, in these hypergamy level up communities, they're seeking relationships that really are built on ego slash pride slash bitterness, slash envy slash just all of the deadly sins like lust um you know all of those things so and they're not gonna last because love is not the goal you know so like I said if you just want a couple Birkins if you just want to be a sugar baby that's fine you know but if you want to be more than that and you want to have a loving lasting relationship then i i ask everyone to open their mind be receptive to feminine energy teachings that are about opening your core and opening um op- i'm sorry opening your mind and being receptive and taking constructive criticism so that you can really take a look at yourself and heal that trauma that needs to be healed right so you can attract the true love 
that you desire. Okay, ladies, so I hope that this was um, a very helpful episode for you. And if you are interested in purchasing my book, 90 Days to Feminine Magnetism, you can find it on Amazon. Again, that's 21 Days to Feminine Magnetism. It is on Amazon. You can find me on YouTube, Heal Thy Feminine. You can find my Facebook group, um, Heal Thy Feminine, on Facebook as well. Until next time, ladies, have a great day. Bye-bye.